welcome to Not For Nothing. An emergency broadcast of Game of Thrones recap. Chris, you're so loud, dude. That's uh, right, I am. Uh, hey, you listen to Not For Nothing. You got your host, Chris and Chris. Uh, we have been drinking heavily. Mm-hmm. It is a Thursday night. It is. The Sixers just destroyed the Brooklyn Nets. Yep. Spurs are beating the Nuggets. Wow. And we have been drinking. Mm. So this is less of an emergency other than, well, let's, is it, do you hear echo? Huh? Hello? It's an emergency. It's an emergency echo. Health. So we were gonna, originally going to do this podcast, just so listeners at home know. We were Total gonna, transparency. Transparency. What the fuck is going on? Why is that guy eating a shirt? What's happening? Uh, uh, let's, all right. <laughs> Did you see All that? right, so we, we actually... <laughs> We actually, on the computer, we have the broadcast of the Spurs Nuggets going on. He might have been a special needs kid there or I something. I think so, yeah. Yeah, so let's not laugh. But it was funny. <laughs> to you. To you. shirt. Okay. Anyway. Uh, wow, we, we had a couldn't lot. do this podcast earlier. No, because we were... Before the game we started. cockboxed in out of the, the uh, studio. We're in the studio now. It's 11 o'clock mm-hmm. Eastern Standard Time mm-hmm. on Thursday. If you're listening yeah. to this, I apologize. <laughs> So I have some good gambling tips for you tonight. Just flat out, games. flat out. Yeah, <laughs> guess what? The Sixers are going to win. Take the over. They're covering. <laughs> They're covering. I would also, if just just my premonition says. I think that the Spurs are going to cover Spurs too. Spurs are probably going to cover. Yeah. Chris, I want you to read my gambling notes. Okay, so Chris's gambling notes. Man, we shouldn't even. Bribe. Gambling, this not is much. Terrible. Not for nothing. NBA playoff overreactions continue. Gambling, not so much. Except take the Spurs at home. That's all I got. Oh, and the Sixers really only minus three at Brooklyn. I don't see that. I don't I think it'll be think close. It'll be that close. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And do you, then you said do you really you want to bet on Game of Thrones? Because yeah. <laughs> I didn't have nothing else to get, talk about gambling on. So might as well talk about what everyone else is talking about and bet on Game of Thrones. Who's going to rule? Sit on the throne, Chris. Uh, yo, Game of Thrones is annoying. Who cares? Just watch, just watch the fucking show for the entertainment of it. But it was I. So I watched. Not to make here we go. One thought. (laughs) One thought. Yeah, fine. From the first, we each get one thought. Okay, my one thought is they just bit never-ending story super hard. They did the like. You can't eat nuts. Who's a dray? You can't eat nuts on the fucking pod. First of all, (laughs) I'm doing it. This is like eating cashews here. I'm doing it. you know that scene when like Atreyu gets to finally ride the love oh, dragon? Yeah. It's all turn around and look what you can see. <laughs> that was like that weird love making luck dragon scene. Oh, where they're staring at him while they're making out? No, where they were like they were flying behind in front of a green screen. It was like Superman one. When Superman flies yeah, 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 totally. around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Fu- like mm-hmm. the Yeah. Right, didn't yeah. it feel like that? Or when that? he pushes the boulders down the cliff and it's like a little miniature city and the water comes. Yeah, and, yeah. it felt so corny. <laughs> yeah. They're like... It's like, so corny. She, they're, they're, so corny, but they, I love it so much. They go from talking about how they don't have food to feed their soldiers, and they're like, how do we combat this? And she's It doesn't like, matter. Let's ride we, dragons. Yeah, why don't we do a little yeah. sexy dragon ride? Yeah. Why Bro- not? That brother, cures everything. Brother. Yeah. <laughs> no, nephew. Is it nephew He's now? He's her nephew. I, think I thought she would be related, like the, brother. No, they are. But technically, I think she's his aunt now, then. Hmm. Whatever Targaryen lineage there is But there. wasn't there other brother fucking... Didn't she fuck her brother? The whole fucking... Everybody in the show is like Fucking incest. their brother. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
That's why I love it so much. Yeah. Wait a minute. Damn it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's not let's not be the ringer. Let's not do a Game of Thrones. No, no, we're not. That's that's all we're doing. Can I say this though? Mm. Can you? Well, I will. Okay, good. Does the ringer? <laughs> does the ringer suck dick from? <laughs> <laughs> does the ringer suck? Anyone else's dick other than HBO shows? Do they do they ever talk about any shows? Well, they do all the rewatchables, don't they? But those are so what I've noticed is the rewatchables are always on HBO Go. They're always they coincide oh, with movies that they're showing ooh, on that's HBO Go. Sneaky. Yeah. Good detective work there, Christopher. Well, because I was like, I listened to the rewatchables like New Jack City, and I was like, oh, I wonder if that's on. Every time I've listened to a rewatchables, I've wondered if it's on and it's huh. always on HBO. They're just right. pro- the rewatchables is just a promo. Yeah, that's you. Yeah. Stop squeaking. All right, Stop I'm smacking. Pick a different seat. No, no, no. Let's keep going. Okay. Uh, there, it's, it's, All right. The Ringer is just a promo for fucking HBO that no one's But it's like out. Sly, though, which is... Which is, is, is it? Is well, it I don't know how many people probably picked up on that. You got to move seats, dude. Seriously. It's I so can't. squeaky. <laughs> it's so squeaky. Dude, this is it's terrible. Really, it's really bothering me. It's terrible. It's okay. Uh, it's not okay. But it's okay. Okay. It's anyway, okay, ringer shitting, shitting on the ringer. Okay, side. I'm back. Let's do our show. Yeah, let's do our show. Man, you are so loud in my. What do you want right to talk now? about? Oh God, you're killing me. Uh, before we get to ba- do you want to talk about stuff before we get to basketball? <laughs> like, yes, dear. <laughs> Who do we? <laughs> so for those listeners at home, this is know, we solved an age old question. Yeah. I solved Chris's age-old question. Chris, you're talking so fucking loud, dude. I'm very excited right now. You're killing my ears. I'm I'm pulling you back, (laughs) dude. Yes, dear. It's too goddamn loud. Okay. My fault. I'm sorry. It's okay. Uh, I can never get these levels right. So there was a show. Back in the early early 2000s? Yeah, aughts. Yep. That starred Mike Malarkey. Michael Malley. Well, he was the the second. uh, He was the brother. Right. TBS showed the show like at a weird hour, like three o'clock in the afternoon. That's how I knew it. You knew it from its primetime original airing. No, no, no. I remember from the daytime airings too. And I'd always thought about this show and been like, what the fuck is so this? I'll never be able to figure out the name of it. Okay, so we were sitting at the bar watching the Nets Sixers game tonight. And you were like, there was this show, this comedy sitcom, sitcom or whatever. There was like this dude's kind of southerny talking accent. And he had like a he had a dude or a brother that lived like in the garage. Stop. Right. Can we go one second? So even before that, yeah. the reason we got on the topic. Okay, of yeah, that, this that's show probably good. Yeah. Is because I was like, Jared Dudley is the whitest looking basketball player. Oh, right, player right, right, ever. right, right. Yes. He looks like a guy from the sitcom right. that had this brother and whatever. Right. And you suddenly magically knew and what I was the like, fuck oh, it was. I think I know what you're talking about. So then you deep dived it. Yep. And it turns out the brother is uh, Michael Malley. Michael Malley, the Rick. Right, the Rick from the ESPN commercials. And then we, from there, we backtrack and we found out it was Yes, Dear. Yeah, is the sitcom the worthless, most worthless sitcom? It was like a, it was like a welfare man's, <laughs> not even a poor man man's, poor man man. This is not even a poor man's. Everybody loves Raymond. It was a welfare. Everyone. This is loves a total. Raymond. It's a total knockoff on Everyone Loves Raymond, though, right? It was the same setup. Yep. It was the kitchen, totally. living room. They yeah, never, yeah, yeah. Sometimes they went to the back. I wouldn't even be surprised if this guy like aired on had like an episode or two of Everyone Loves Raymond. And they were like, hey, let's give this guy Raymond. his show. Raymond. <laughs> no, Raymond. for sure. They would. 
Although they, he did have another show called Boston Commons, which was another good show, but short lived, I think. They took so the so Dear John or whatever dear, it was called. Yeah. Yes, dear. Yes, dear. Lasted six seasons, 112 episodes. That's a long time. Purely just ripping off the premise of Everyone Loves Raymond, but replacing the brother with an like a cousin. Yeah. Right. Something That's like that. All the the mm-hmm. only difference. Right. The only difference. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I don't know how we got here. And they other, were whiter. Other than Jared Dudley looks like Michael O'Malley. He looks like Michael O'Malley. Well, we've solved that problem. This Rip. show is terrible, dude. That's fine. It's nonlinear. What do you we're expect? Trashed. What do you want from us? We're doing this in like the most insane way possible. You cannot stop smacking. You're just I'm eating. I'm eating cashews, man. <laughs> it's insane. It's <laughs> the worst. <laughs> this show's just two drunk old white guys smacking on and cashews. Middle-aged. Who doesn't want to listen to this? And another thing I'll tell you about. Chris. Okay. Let's get in the nitty-gritty, Chris. Let's talk about some things that are important to me. Mm. Uh, Besides yes, dear. Well, you had a bunch of things you wanted to talk about, actually. And you know what I've noticed as I talk too much on the show? So mm. what did you... you finally <laughs> notice that after three years? Wow, dude. <laughs> the truth comes out. It's a little harsh, a little harsh. I'll take it. It's, it's valid. All right. It's reasonable. I, I've found... I've been re-listening to old pods. Um, I don't listen well. Oh. No? No, I'm not a good listener. No. So I'm going to try harder to listen okay. to this, this show. Oh, thanks, man. Mm-hmm. Probably the wrong <laughs> show to try. <laughs> all right, what do you got? Um, all right, let's let's just let's bring up some random stuff since our our loyal listeners love the uh, non sports related topics. Okay, what do like, you got? Yes, dear. Yeah, and Game of Thrones. And Game of Thrones. Turn around. I got I got three things for you. Uh, so today's date we're doing the show is four eighteen. Yeah, which means in two days. 420, bro. 420, bro. That's not really, that's really dating your... <laughs> that's not a thing anymore. No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Is that a thing? Yeah. Ah, oh, man, they're stoned. Somewhere. Ready to see? Yeah. I saw this article. In honor of 420, Carl's Jr., the burger joint, right? This goddamn CBD burger. Yeah, it's testing a burger made oh, with CBD oil-based CBD sauce. has officially jumped the shark. That's my whole... That was my whole yeah. thing. It's happened. It's too far. It's gone too far. It's, CBD has jumped the shark. It's, it's way too far. I'm, like, a, I'm a CBD fan. Yeah, so am I. I love it. But I when use corporations it, try to start incorporating it into their own products for making, no relevant they're reason... They're making CBD into Uggs or greening. Remember when greening was all the rage? What's greening? Everything was like, oh, let's make it green. Like it's got to be no carbon footprint. Oh right, there right. Was like, they, yeah, like yeah, they're yeah, kind yeah. of like ugged at this. They've made it into ugg. Yeah, like, yeah. And it shouldn't be, but I literally I've got to jump the shark now. I've got a million. We, uh, I've got so a million tuned. thoughts about this. We're so tuned after ten beers apiece. It's true. Uh, <laughs> I, I can I can that. talk about this from like a truly. I don't. From, I don't. From a standpoint of somebody who really cares and and thinks that the benefits of CBD are worthwhile uh-huh. and how dangerous this like fatting this is. Right. I don't want to do that because it's not worth it. For no, this no, podcast. I don't. I don't want to get into. No, what no. I will say is this. Yeah, I agree. Carl's Jr. CBD oil once. Of course, it's Carl's heated, Jr. Isn't going to have the same effect. It also like is it hemp based? Is it? It's hemp based. It's hemp based. Uh, so where are they putting it in the in the in the sauce that really? goes on the burger? For why? Like the secret sauce? I don't for know. Why? It didn't really say because because all it's just it's just for exploitation, right? It's basically just to make money. 
It's just to go, hey, we have we like we we do CBD now in our but burgers. Weed and CBD are two different things, and that's what I hate. What? Well, I know, I and like CBD is like very beneficial for like you know joint pains and like it you can know, be it, or it might not be. It's neither here nor there. Right, but there's but, people advocating the, for like with with sports and that kind of stuff. And well, and, THC can also help as well. It's it's all different things, and that's what right people need to understand is the medicinal. Right, but people are just just versus the psycho glossing over everything just to make because talk of to her. my lawyer Eric Alvarez. He's a cannabis <laughs> lawyer. He knows this. He's well more. He's way more versed, way more better versed in this than I am. What I will say is this: is dangerous for Carl's Jr. to be doing this because they're just ruining something that could right. And they're not. And they're not the only. Benefiting they're not the only company and corporation to be doing this. I'm sure. And, no, no, no. There's lots, and you have to do. But your this research is what's going to happen and, and, here, and, and, right? And they don't care. But if you're like using everything CBD else. for a medicinal value, if you are truly using it for a CBD value, if you're using CBD for a medicinal value, this is the same as Carl's Jr. putting out a fucking Advil yeah. burger. Which would be big pharma would lose their mind. Right, Everyone, right, right. if they were like, we have now a painkilling unless burger. They were, unless they were in, uh, getting some sort of royalties off of it, obviously. right? But it's just to me, it's just like it's taking something and being like, oh, this is just Anything, associated with weed, right? 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 But it shouldn't be because they're it, tr- it has nothing they're, to do with they getting know high. Now, if this is a gateway for Carl's Jr. to be like ultimately to be the first fad, fast food chain where you can go. And get stoned once weed is legalized. No, no, no. They're just profiting out of, off of stoners. Yeah, but CBD or and the THC idea are of being a stoner, thing. right? So they should just have a THC burger. Why won't they do that? Why don't they just I, I nut don't. up and fucking make a goddamn? Because CBD is probably the. I don't know. I, I, well, now we're getting too no far into this. Psycho, you're right. We are getting too far in this. The I just thought it was like so ridiculous and stupid that it is ridiculous and is, stupid, but it shouldn't be. But that's my point. Right? No, but it's not unexpected because this is what. Corporate America does everything. Like can I just, I, ask, I just saw a story on like. Can I see this question? Right. Have you ever been to Carl's Jr.? No. Me neither. No. End of story. Right. We're talking about Carl's Jr. Okay. We're feeding it to the fucking stupid. We're, we're talking about it. People have sent me this fucking story a thousand times over. I I get it, but like at the end of the day, don't make me talk about Carl's Jr. Fine. It's a fake Wendy. I got something else or to jump. Hardy. I got something else to jump the shark for me, Chris. Oh yeah. It's a oh, jump sure. the shark kind of a day. Yeah, was it Game of Thrones? Because I think Game of Thrones jumped the shark. No, no, no. I'm still cool with that. Really? People just need to get off their horse about like it was oh, like a reunion show. It was like it was like the best of Game of Thrones. They're like, here's Reek, and here's yeah, a little. That's bit what of, every single episode is. They here's have a, a little fatty, a million here's characters. Here's a little Hodor. Here's a little Cersei. Yeah, they have a million characters. They got to fit them all in there. Like it's like this is what happens every episode. I don't know why people are so up in arms about this one episode at the beginning of the season. Like. Every season starts off a little slow because it has to build up to a whole bunch of stuff. Are people up in arms? Yeah, I read a few things where people were like, oh, it's so disappointed that that show was like, it was so slow and boring, nothing happened. Actually, a lot of shit happened. Just like Game of Thrones happens every single season. It's like, you got to take a little bit of slow and a lot of setup to get to like the meat and the heart and the action and stuff. Yo, can I have one more point? This is real dirty. Mm, I like your dirty points. Did you notice that fucking horrible little kid that can see into the future with the trees or whatever? Bro. Yeah. He's a crazy dude that no one, in a wheelchair that no one wants to hang out with. He's literally alone with a blanket over his legs in a wheelchair. No one's talking to him, and all he's doing is bringing people down. He's yeah. like that weird yeah. kid yeah. in fucking school that like Drake played at Degrassi <laughs> High. With the, he's Drake. He's Drake. He's Game of Thrones Drake. He's just being annoying. Like, I'm sorry you're in a wheelchair. I'm sorry your butt hurt about getting a, pushed out of a window. Put him in a Raptors. But you're a, like, if you were born like... 
in the past or future or wherever we are now, you would just be playing video games with a headset on making your own computers. Yeah. Like, Timmy. All, yeah. Yeah. He's Timmy. <laughs> he's just Timmy. He's Timmy. Bam. <laughs> I hate that guy. He's bringing everybody down with his wheelchair. Yeah. Right? I got nothing else. He also might be the Night King. I don't know. No, you know who the Night King is? There's some theories out there. I know who the Night King is. Oh, who is it? Ned Stark, bitch. (laughs) Do the math. No, no. Like some other, there's other. Do the math. No, there's other things. People are like, he's a a Targaryen. He's a Targaryen. He's Ned Stark, bitch. You know, with the whole spiral, like logo thing that they're doing and stuff? People are deep diving on the shit, man. It's pretty crazy. I'm kind of into it. Ned Stark. It's not Ned Stark. I don't even know who Targaryen is. House Targaryen. It's a uh, what's Trigarian. her name? The Dragon Queen. Her family. The Rapers. The blonde Rapers. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. We're all but rapers. Isn't Ned Snow from the Rapers? No. 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 <laughs> no. Well, he partially is. I guess. I yeah, don't he's know. partial raper. Yeah, he's a partial raper. <laughs> yeah. He's got one third rapey. Okay, all right, Chris. You know what else needs to stop? The House Targaryen. It's these stupid baby gender reveals. Oh my god! What are we talking about? This is crazy. You know, be, like, like people like they throw like the baseball oh, and like someone I hits know. the ball and it's like pink or blue and all this stuff. I know someone like these two fucking rich white fuckers from Duke somehow got Zion Williamson to dunk a mini ball through a hoop and to reveal the gender of their baby. Wow, this has gone too far. Too. It'd be cooler if like stop doing Zion this. Williamson. Would have put a baby blue or pink ball up his butt, <laughs> pulled down his pants, and pooped it out, and then everyone could have watched it. That's that would be a great reveal. It's way more creative. Or, like a, or go to Tijuana and find someone <laughs> to put a pink or blue a lady ping boy. pong ball in their bu- in their bush, and then poop it out. Push, push like yourself. And be yeah. like, it's a girl. It's a girl. It's twins. <laughs> uh, yeah, just, I mean, this is like, something... Stop that, doing this. It's dumb. Why? Who, it's never cool in the first place. Who does this hurt, Chris? Ultimately, who does it hurt? Everybody. It doesn't. It does. It just it's just grinds, dumb. It, it, it just makes people want to do this more and like try to be more creative, but it's never. It's never more creative. It's never fun. It's never enjoyable, especially the dudes who hey, can't Chris, like hit a fucking Chris, you know baseball with a wiffle fucking ball bat. You know what I don't care about? You know what no one cares about? This. The gender of someone else's baby. Right. So stop posting it yeah. on fucking social media so, and like presenting it like everyone wants to know about your fucking learning baby. A, learning about the gender of someone's baby is learning is the same. It's the equivalent of somebody telling you a dream they had that you're not in. Yeah. Like you don't want to hear a dream unless you're in the dream. Right. Or unless it's so fucking crazy. Nah. Barely even that. I like a good crazy dream. I like a dream that I'm in. I want to hear about it. That's pretty selfish of you. But that's it. It was a built-to-spill line. No one wants to hear Mm. what you dreamt about unless you've dreamt about them. (laughs) And it's true. No one wants to know about the gender of your baby. No one. No one. At all. I don't care. I don't care if you have fucking Zion Williamson pulling (laughs) a fucking pink (laughs) toilet paper roll. Right. Or blue, right. or, or they, purple. or they. Right. They could be a they. Yeah, it could be green. Gender reveal might be a little uh, anti-transgender. T- absolutely, hundred percent. Wow, you know what? I I'd like to see. I think we should campaign against Aren't it. Glad based I brought on this up. Gender equality. Yes, dude. it's not really yeah. forward thinking. Yeah, go fuck yourself with your two fucking genders. Uh, guys, the Spurs just won. You heard it here first. 
literally, you will probably hear this here first. I told you, take the yeah. Spurs tonight. Take the Spurs. <laughs> uh, the, there's a third game then on now. Warriors Clippers. That's a stay away. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not betting on that one. Can we make that segue though? For something I wanted to talk about. Yeah, let's do it. Boogie Cousins. Boogie. Boogie ain't gonna get paid. <laughs> he's not gonna get paid. This was his payday year. Yeah, no, he's not gonna get paid. He's gonna have to wait another year. But he won't. He will never get he's paid. Gonna wait too- yeah, exactly. I think he's he's totally yeah. I, this would have been the his same max thing. year. I don't think so. Boogie Cousins, for those who he's, don't know, he's become a journeyman. He is a journeyman. Yeah. Like he's gonna do one year, one year, one and year. And he he wasn't. Like, there's a lot of stats and analytics or whatever you want to call it out there that the Warriors weren't that great with him on the court. Like uh, defensively. No team was great with Boogie on the court. Yeah, that's a, well. The Kings? Never. Look how much better the Kings are without him. Actually, yeah, Look the Pelicans much, were way better without, without him. Without him. Yeah. yeah. Boogie was always an issue, and I think... All, at the and not of, even, like, personality-wise. Well, at the end of the day, I think the personality things... Thing might have worked in his benefit if he would have just been a nice guy. I think people would have seen through the bullshit sooner. But because everyone was always like smokescreen, oh, by but the he's fact a bad teammate. He's a bad teammate. Yeah, he just might not have been that good of a player. Yeah, instead of a bad teammate, he might have just been a bad player. He's a selfish player. He's a he's a he. To me, he, he just to might, me, I would I pay. He's a terrible. I would. Would you rather have Javale McGee or would you rather have Boogie Cousins on your team? Well, that gets into a that gets into a whole bigger. Just discussion. asking, I'm asking a very simple question that has nothing to do with. Uh, I'll, I'll take. Oh no, I'm going to take Boogie Cousins because potentially Boogie has a lot more talent take than Boogie on than Javale. Ten to one dollars donuts. I don't know what that means. So if Boogie Cousins getting ten million, mm-hmm. Javale McGee's getting one million. Who do you want? No, I think because I, I think I think Boogie's his his stats have put up better. I mean, he's a he's a twenty and ten guy. JaVale, I don't even think he's even close was, to that. When was fucking Boogie Cousins a 20 and 10 guy? With the Kings? No. With okay. the Pelicans? All right, let me, I'll look it up. I'll look it up as we're talking here. You keep With the you, Kings, maybe for, a, for like two seasons. I'm talking know. current day, JaVale McGee versus Boogie Cousins. I'm still I take, taking Boogie Cousins. I take JaVale McGee every day. It's a better teammate. But, but this is one of those fallacies about, about t- potential talent, though, right? And I, So I, I get what you're saying here. Because everyone's everyone in the NBA and whoever else you want to talk to will always take Boogie Cousins because of potential talent, but a lot of those times that's not realized talent, right? No, it's 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 paper talent, which is what you're looking. Absolutely, at right now. that's what I'm. And I, I'm agreeing. So I'm agreeing with you. I mean, for the, his career, well, he's uh, where's points? His career average is 21 points and and 10 rebounds. Oh, he's a 2010 career average. Yeah, way to know your shit. Yeah. Good job. So, boom. Yeah, 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 good job. Bob's your uncle. Wow. That's <laughs> impressive. What's your Hulk McGee? Just, just uh, Oh, you want to? All right. Yeah, we can go there. That's fine. I mean, it's through, I pulled JaVale McGee out of my ass because, like, he's always been known I, as, like, a, a similar head case. But totally. I think, that he's, I think he costs less. Oh, way less. Uh, except for this year, way less. Uh, JaVale's first career, which is... God, he's been he's been a long time. Yeah, and he's he been played, ten he did years. Did a stint in the fucking Philippines too. <laughs> uh, well, he's an eight and five guy. All right. So you could say from statistically, in one point six blocks, Javale McGee is worth one third of what Boogie Cousins is worth. Yeah, I, I 
Like you listen, I, you and I. I you know what? I, th- I think maybe I made a I made a bad comparison. I'm just gonna I'm not gonna fight. You this probably one. made a bad comparison, but I, I I understand what you're getting at here, though. Is that is that probably what normally minus this year because of Boogie's injuries and stuff from last year and him taking five million just to go to the Warriors. You're probably overpaying for Boogie for for the production you're getting. Right? He would have been a twenty million, twenty five million dollar player per year. If he didn't get injured on, during the Pelicans, I mean, I, so I, I, agree, I agree with you. And for for what you can get for Javale for paying five million a year, probably or maybe less per season, you're you're not the gap probably isn't as big as we think. So Boogie Cousins is ultimately probably going to get a ring, right? Uh, you don't think the Warriors are going to win it? I don't know, Houston man. Okay, let's say the Warriors win it. And I don't like Houston. I'm I'd a say Warriors 70% chance they win. I'll say 85%. So Boogie gets a ring. Yep. Now, does Boogie want that ring, or would Boogie have rather have No, no, played? Boogie wants that ring. He wants that one ring this so, year. So That's why he went to the Warriors. Right. I think, uh, yeah. Because if he would have stayed at the Pelicans, he had something I think going. He, he, he yeah. had something going and there. I think he I had think... a few better offers, actually, than the Warriors, like money-wise, if Which I remember correctly. Do you think that the Warriors are hurt because they don't have... Boogie Cousins now. No, I, I don't. I think I think, think everyone's I think making I'll, this. Everyone was. Everyone's. Tr- so there's a narrative in the media right now that's saying like the, the Warriors are in trouble because Boogie got injured. The Warriors were in trouble because Boogie was on the goddamn team because Boogie makes every fucking team bad. The Warriors. But now they've got rid of him. They've got the so, Warriors are so much for more openness. A lot of reasons. Why? I don't think they're. I, they don't play defense as well as they used to. It's all pure reputation. They don't have a deep as a, a bench as they used to. They're older with their bench players, like Iguodala and Livingston, who are not as effective as they used to. 100%. They're not as engaged game to game. The fact that they lost a 30-point lead to the Clippers in the playoffs tells you all you need to know about this team is that they can't show up. Like They, they have so much talent on this team, they should never lose a game in the playoffs. No. And, and they, had, they had the same problem last is K, year. Is KD Wash? KD? Yeah. Is he washed? He's not washed. I do think he's he's this is kind of the same thing with Boogie. He's he's overrated based on reputation. KD is, you know, and I've heard a, you know a lot of people say like, oh, he's one of the best scorers ever of all time or all these things, I, I one think of the best that. players of all time. Potentially, he still he should be. Yeah. But he's not the fact that he that Patrick Beverly can guard him and get under his skin and get under, but not even the fact that he can get under his skin is that he is that Doc Rivers and the Clippers went, hey, you know what we can do here? You know what we scouted and what we've noticed about Kevin Durant is that we could put a dude who's a foot shorter at best against Durant and it'll bother him. But isn't that the cool thing about good coaching? Yes, or coaches that know yes. that old Scout. school games. Yes. Like a good coach knows, like, and, the, and there was always a player. And Durant's that could, just going to always sit a player out. that could play Dominique. There was always a player that could play Jordan. There's always a player that gave those guys fits, and those coaches knew who those guys were. Yes, there aren't that many coaches now. Yes, that are savvy enough as Doc Rivers, who a, a coach I used to hate. Who yes, now I have yeah, immense man. amount right? of fucking Absolutely. respect for. Yep. Who knows? Patrick Beverly is the guy that can fucking get under fucking. No Durant's one else on game. that team. And he's he's going. I want Patrick Beverly on Durant. Yeah, I, Beverly's not guarding Curry. He's, saying, I wanna... he's not guarding Curry, who she should be guarding. Right. Who can get under Curry skin? Yeah. Who, who can be hassling Curry the whole game? No, he put him on Durant because he Durant's actually like Durant's actually soft. Yeah, Durant should just be but posting Beverly up. Durant should be taking soft. him to the hole. There's no way 
Beverly can be should be guarding Durant because Durant should be able to score however and whenever he yeah, wants to. I agree. Taking it to the hole, posting him up. All he's doing, he's settling for jump shots and three pointers, and like that is the most ridiculous thing about Durant is on that this team, especially on this team, because there are already two players that are already settling for jump shots and threes. Right, and and, he'll and there's not room for him to fucking sit back and be that guy on this team. And this either. whole thing about him like coming back and he and, needs and to his, be a better Iguodala. He needs to be. What? He needs to be aggressive. He doesn't need 30 shots a game. That's what I mean. Remember when Iguodala was the MVP before yeah. Durant was yeah. there? Right. And and basically Durant now is playing Iguodala's role and needs to be a better Iguodala, and he's not. Durant is Sean Livingston right now, basically. Yeah, 100. Right? He's taking the stupid mid-range shots. Yep. He's not crashing. He's, yeah. He's a, it, he's Drive a, to the fuck. But Sean Livingston blew, blew out his fucking patella. Right, like, exactly. Like Durant That's what I'm saying. Didn't. Right, that's what I'm saying. Durant needs to be... Durant, if Durant... Was was had a a third of of um, James Harden's uh, willingness to drive to the hole and yeah. and take fouls. Westbrook, for that matter. Right. I I'd like, but that's what I'm saying. Like, he doesn't even need to do as much as them. He's also longer. Right. So he doesn't need to take it's as much of a beating. Unstoppable. He doesn't need to fall on all of that. Right. Like, yeah. Like he, like he, that guy should be averaging at least thirty points a game. One hundred percent. I took I took my wife to see Kevin Durant when he was on OKC play against Brooklyn when the Seahawks were in town for the Super Bowl. Mm. It was a big night. Mm-hmm. No Clinton was there. Rihanna was there. It was a it was a massive to do. And I was like, I, Chris, I really want you to see this Kevin, guy, Kevin Durant specifically. Yeah. He lit it up. Yeah. And she was like, that is maybe the best. Like I. I positioned it as that, but like as a novice basketball watcher, my wife was like, that is maybe the best basketball player I've ever seen in my life. He should be the unicorn that everyone's talking about. I totally agree. And he's not. He's not. He's not. Why? Because he's, pa- he's, he's passive. He's, so- he's a little... And, and, and I don't know how to say it exactly, but in some way or another, he's soft. I don't I think he wants to be he wants to be Clay or or Steph maybe in that sense. Well, he doesn't want to be the guy. Right? Like stay, like Steph and Clay and maybe it's a maybe it's a problem with this team because Clay and Steph I've been saying this for years too is that they need to they need to drive to the hole more too. Right? Uh, they need to, like they shouldn't rely on jump shots all the time either. Right? And especially when they're not falling, it's the old it's the old trope or whatever you want to call it in basketball is like if your outside shot's not falling, get back. You no, you 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 Crash. go you you go closer to the basket. You do layups and you shoot closer to the basket. You get your rhythm going with better, easier baskets, and then you start working your way back a out. La, a la D'Angelo Russell. Yes, uh, mm. I would. I I would. But a lot of guys. But that's not the game anymore. People I don't would do that at all. Say this. Well, they want to. They try to shoot themselves into right. into a rhythm. Right. I, I, Which you can't really argue with necessarily with those two guys. Not but, with Clay. Right or mm-hmm. Steph. Yeah. You know, we're really going hard at a team that is probably going to win the championship. Probably. Because they are the most talented team. But I, said, I think I said this last week. Houston, the way, the way Golden State is playing, and they're not showing up, and they sort of give half ever half the time. It's why they had problems with Houston last season in the playoffs. And, and I wouldn't be surprised if, if, if um, Houston just well, kicks Houston's their ass gonna this have, year. Houston's going to have a cakewalk to the final. And I think that no, no, no. They play Golden State in the next round. I thought you said I thought you said Portland played Golden State in the next round. I think I was I think I misspoke. Oh, you did. Yeah. So it's, Portland it's gets Houston. a fucking Portland gets the Spurs. Yeah. Nice. That actually might work out well for them. Yes. Is that true? Uh, I think so. Wow, dude. 
That's incredible for Portland. I'm sorry, yeah, because Portland's three, Houston, Utah's four or five. That is an amazing break. Meanwhile, just so you guys know, uh, Golden State is up 20 points on uh, on the Clippers as we talk that shit about this. Team. That won't last long. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be a comeback. <laughs> Yo, Naughty by Nature. Look at this cool thing. Naughty by Nature performing. Because I hate you. Yo, Naughty by Nature is going to be playing. Like 211? Uh, with new kids. It's Ooh. a mixtape tour. You got new kids. Salt, Salt and Pepper. Tiffany. Debbie Gibson. Ooh. And Naughty by Nature. Check it out. They're touring Ooh. your... That is so they'll dope. A, they'll be at a mid-level to mid level theater in a town <laughs> next to yours soon. <laughs> Look out, Montclair. The yeah. Wilmot Theater is asking for this tour. What do you got, Chris? Uh, I was just still trying to look it up, but it's taken me forever, so who cares anymore? Oh, wow. That's... Uh, really? Denver, okay. Yeah, Portland's three. So they would they would play... The Spurs. The Spurs or Denver. Wow. But it might be the Spurs. It's going to be the Spurs. I think it might be. Yeah. Hey, so... Which we also called Denver out in the first round. We did. But I also called the Spurs to win the West. Well, Nine you took a ago. bet on that. Yeah. It's not looking so bad, actually. <laughs> it's not terrible. It's not so terrible. That it's bet, not the worst thing you've ever bet, bet on. That bet is short up from 75 to 1 to now in the 20s. You can. Yeah, that's crazy, yeah. right? I mean, that's good. That's good. Yeah, that's good. It looks like a decent bet. Okay, speaking of long uh, play bets, I guess, then. Futures. Futures. Yeah. Um, you had a couple NFL over-unders, I think you wanted to get behind. I think that's a good transition. To I, had, I had two that I like. Yeah. And they're both... Before fun. the NFL draft happens, before the rest of the offseason and other things that, that kind of go down before the season starts, I, I like this idea of like taking a couple of, of teams and trying to hit their over-unders or whatever. So I have two AFC Central or North... Sorry, I'm old school. AFC North? Okay. Yeah. Yep. Uh, two AFC North over-unders. I like the over Ooh. on the Ravens. I think the Ravens will win the North. What's the over under? Uh, they're they're predicted Eight? at nine. Nine. Yeah. Mm. The over will be ten. Mm. Okay. Uh, and I think that the Browns, though I love them, are getting way too much fucking bounce. Are they at, at nine? Oh, they're at eleven. They're at eleven. Yes. No. No. Yeah. No. 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 So no, I've got no, two more. So you agree with me on that one? I agree with you on that one. There's a couple more teams that are getting way too much over. The Ravens, I think they're too beholden on the run, and I'm I'm worried. Um, Let's just stay with unders because I think there are a couple good unders. Okay, and I and I, I I think that the Patriots over. You think over? <laughs> Their schedule is ridiculous. It's so easy. Did we talk about this no, it's offline? So easy. It's I mean it's another again. It's like I think they have one of the easiest schedules and already. Miami the, might be the worst team in football this year. Like I think yeah, Miami's if they're trying, trying to really tank. I mean if if, if the tank. Jets are now your Closest competition in that division, I think you've got it. Maybe one loss. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. That's an over. So for that's sure. six wins right there. Five yeah. wins at least. Yeah. I mean, and I think they're predicted at eleven. I think that my big my stop big, betting against the Patriots. There's two big falls. Even without Gronk, two big falls. The the Vikings are getting ten. Take the under. Okay. The Saints are getting eleven. Take the under. I think a lot of the teams that were had really good records, even Kansas City. I don't know what their I don't you know, I I, I don't know what their over under is oh, though. Yeah. But if it's more than eleven, take the under on the on the Chiefs. 
Two, uh, I would I would say. I think the only team that's getting predi- that's predicted to get more than eleven points is the Rams, but I could be wrong. I would even maybe take the under on them as well. Like, I, I think bad. there's a lot of teams coming back down to earth a little bit. Like there was a lot, there was too big of a discrepancy there. I, like teams kind of came out, not that like came out of nowhere, but they, I think they overachieved. And here's my saddest prediction because I don't think Uh-oh. it should be one that. Oh no. The Steelers are nine and seven. Okay. I think they're going to be good. Oh. You, I don't want them to be good. Yeah, I don't know if, how people feel about the Steelers yet. They, they don't like them. They think mm. they're bad because they lost two but of their... But I've heard stuff like I think they, they're, they're just going to continue doing what they, they keep doing. Like they're going to succeed without Brown and without Bell. I would, my gut tells me they'll suck. But I think that you could probably take... Well, I wouldn't bet it. I don't know. I wouldn't bet it either. Yeah. I'd wait a little bit longer maybe too. So right now I would take the... I think the Rams are being way overvalued. Yep. I agree. I think the Browns are being way overvalued. Yep. I think the Saints are being way overvalued. I agree with those. And I think the Minnesota is being way overvalued. Those are, those are my four. Okay. Because And I agreed with you on the Rams. I yeah. wasn't on board, but now I yeah I think I see God. I could see bad. it. I could see it. So take... I, what I would say right now, if you want to be savvy... Take the under on all four of those. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? You can always hedge that bet later too, if you know things sort of change a little bit. That's what we over do. the summer. I got, I had one interesting note that because the NFL schedule came out, and someone I I read this or I heard this somewhere. Of course, I don't remember where, but because I don't write this stuff down. But the Atlanta Falcons play almost. I want to say 12 or 14 of their games or something ridiculous are either indoors or in a southern sunny state. I have a thought about the Falcons. They're going to be good. Yeah, they're the Brett Saberhagen of football. <laughs> good, bad, good, bad, good, Matt bad. Ryan is, is, kind of looks like Brett Saberhagen maybe. I think, they've, I think they've figured out their running back they're issues. They're the uh, San Francisco they Giants. They have the best receiver in football. Yeah. They're, if they if they get to play indoors, as they much as you're saying, they would also are. have the third uh, best schedule in their division, which means they play like lesser teams. Then I think the Sam's the Saints are going to be worse. I think Carolina's going to be. I worse. I don't think Carolina's going to be good. Tampa Bay might be sneaky good. Mm, I want them to be good. Bruce Arians, I, I, like I, you know, me and Jameis, like I want him to. Yeah, be yeah, good. yeah, I know. I, we're talking about football. We shouldn't be talking about football at why all. Why not? We shouldn't be. The draft is next week, Chris. So what do you think is going to happen with... Russell Wilson just signed a big contract. What do you think is going to happen with uh, with Rosen? I... What do I think is going to happen? I th- all right. I, I'll go along with, with the normal consensus. I, I think he gets traded on draft day. I agree. But to who? Mm, that's, that's almost impossible to, to tell because I, I don't know what the... I mean, there's too many teams that could potentially trade for him if the price is right, right? It's all hinging on, like, can you give up a third rounder? Then I think a lot of teams are in play. Second rounder, maybe four teams at most are in play. Rosen. And there's, there's if suspect. If Rosen goes, there's names, if this happens, if Rosen goes. Right, Giants seem to be the, the favorite Giant. team. I don't, I don't, I'm not sure I buy it. The Giants should do what they're doing, which is. Suck Play with fucking Manning Eli for one Manning more for three year. more years? No, just one more year and then pick up fucking Martell next year. I think Martell is the best fucking quarterback. He's going to Miami. He played in fucking Ohio State this past year. I think that dude is great. 
Okay. I think he's gonna be. A, I think he's gonna be a great NFL quarterback. He's. He's not even the top of the draft boards for next year. Actually, I know. He's probably I, the third best. I love quarterback. Him, dude. Yeah, he's right. been groomed. Okay. I watched QB one. I fell in love with him on QB one. That's fine. I would say this, Chris. I think Rosen should go to a team. Washington. Yeah. Yeah. It might be his best bet. He's a winner. He's that? a winner. I want him to succeed. I, I, he will, I want him to succeed. He will succeed. You and I are both on the here's Rosen the, here's, train. Here's what I. Why I don't want him to end up on the Cardinals ultimately. I want to root against those fuckers so bad. Yeah, I don't like the, that. I mean, I'm failure of a fucking coach. Biased. Kyler fucking Murray, the failure of a fucking quarterback. I, it just does, like you can't just ACC your way into the fucking it's a, it's NFL. It's the perfect scenario for I me for Kyler because it's sort of like if he's if he's terrible, great, he's on the Cardinals, and if he's great, I don't really have to root for him. Or like, yeah, right. Or true. he doesn't have to be you're like playing against him, right? Because I'm playing against him, and he, you know, and like I, I don't really, I don't really care if he's good or not. I, especially if he goes to the Cardinals. If this fucking, if the Cardinals' plan was to fucking hire a pretty bad college coach, and then to it's, entice Kyler, Kyler Murray, it's amazing. It's like, it's one of the all time. That's what you're gonna do. Right. That's your plan. Yeah. Like I'm so glad I don't root for a team. Like you should be. I also have glad I that you get to fucking have. I have my issues with Russell Wilson for the rest of your life. Like you're fine. I, I'm stoked, and I can't believe there's people who are up in arms and complaining. Has about he ever this missed contract. the playoffs? Yeah, they uh, two seasons ago they didn't make At the playoffs. What nine and nine seven? and seven? Yeah. Has he ever had a losing season? Uh, can't be. Maybe his first year. I don't think was, so. I think he was like six and ten or something. Maybe I don't know. But they were they were. You could tell at that season though. It was like th- this, things are changing quickly. He's never missed a game either. He's he's been injured, but he's never missed a he's game. Twenty seven. He like with with he, Pete Carroll. He, he's twenty seven and six in fucking he has, prime time. He's he plays in a ground a, and pound <laughs> offense, and he's still one of the best fucking quarterbacks. And yeah. Okay. And here's my thing. Let's get into this because I have a I have there was some notes I had about this, and I wanted to, I kind of wanted to talk about this, and I kind of don't. The reality of it is that, and people want to dismiss his abilities because he plays in this system with Pete Carroll and in a big defense and running the ball, and that benefits Russell Wilson and like it lessens his abilities or what he has to do on the football field. When in reality, is that he has more game-winning drives than I think any other quarterback in the NFL since he's been playing. Right, and and the point, like this whole thing, and I think what people misunderstand about is about Seattle and the Seahawks and this offense is that Pete Carroll wants to play it close and he wants to run the ball until the fourth quarter, because he wants to play it close and he wants to rely on the defense and the run game. But come the fourth quarter, he has a quarterback that he knows can win a game for him. So and so then he just goes, "Hey Russell, win this for me, basically." Do you? Here's, here's and Russell's just and Russell's a conservative kind of Russell's a pocket passer by nature. He doesn't. He's not Michael Vick. He's not Kaepernick. He's not uh, uh, Josh Allen right now. Like all these guys, these guys run, or, or Lamar Jackson. These guys run. Like the first sign of trouble, they run. Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. When he when he gets in a little bit of trouble, he's still looking downfield to make a play. He still waits till the last second to make a play, and sometimes I don't like that. But the fact that like he doesn't need his legs necessarily to to be a quarterback. So do you think? So you get to let's say for example you have a team like Dallas. Yeah. And Dallas is always making Dallas media, NFL media is always making excuses for Dak Prescott, mm-hmm. who I think is a good quarterback. 
But they're always making excuses for him for not having an O-line. When he doesn't have an O-line, they're like, oh, well, he never got to have an O-line, right? Seattle. No, I'm saying Dak Prescott. Like when Dak, they have a terrific old line. I know, but when they didn't, when it okay. when like, remember when maybe it was this like, past year or yeah, whatever, this past year, and that that was every All right, maybe excuse. it was a little. But what I'm saying is like they went from being like, oh, this amazing old line. This is why they're getting so many yards. It's this old line. Mm-hmm. Then when they floundered last yep. year without a strong right. O-line. but we're still successful. Injury, they were, but what the the argument was always like, oh, they lost their old line. No one's ever made the point that like. Russell Wilson lost his O line. He's never had a really good O line, except he, for maybe the Super Bowl season. Exactly, Super Bowl season. But the, immediately after, he lost his O line. Yeah, right, and, and he's made magic happen. Magic happen. He's made the playoffs on a team that, like, yeah. let's not forget, everyone thought wasn't even close to a playoff. I think their I think their O line last season was highly underrated, and people were sort of relying on the years before that to sort of see, keep saying that their O line was terrible. I guess my when point it actually is, this, it was is probably that, like, no lead. one has ever. G- Russell Wilson has not had the benefit of the excuse of not having a good old line. The way that Eli has, right. the way that Roethlisberger yeah. has, the way that Prescott has. Right. Like, because he has always excelled without a good old line. Here's, and this is my topper for Russell Wilson, is that he has done more with less on, on the offense than I think almost any other quarterback, except for maybe Brady, yeah. historically, yeah. And, and Aaron Rodgers to some degree, I think. Right, like you don't surround, you know, Bray or Rogers hasn't had a lot of like well-known. Like I think a lot of the wide receivers and the and the tight ends have names because of Rogers. Okay, right, like Cobb, Nelson, Scanling, Valdez, or uh, uh, I mean Adams, I think is great. Um, I don't think their tight ends are like over the years haven't been like you know Finley, like all those other guys. If they like if they go somewhere else, they don't really produce. No, right? right, it's it's same it's same with Brady and his offense. And I think Russell. That's the underrated thing about Russell Wilson is that he's never had a he's never had a true one wide receiver, right? Golden Tate really good, Baldwin really good, but they're sort of like that. You know, people would categorize him like a one B, right. most like a two. Yeah. You know, uh, he's had a, he's had a really good running back for a few years in, in Marshawn Lynch. He's not had a good O line for for seven of the eight years he's played or whatever it is. I think that here's a really good way. Like people under. Are underappreciating what he has uh, accomplished within this, uh, and and Pete Carroll's a defensive guy. Like he doesn't necessarily. I don't want to say he doesn't care about the offense. Defensive woman. <laughs> gal, gal, yeah. retiree, defensive, defensive retiree. Gal. Like he he doesn't. He's been focusing on defense for for a long time, even with Russell Wilson when he should have been focusing on the offense. Here's what I think what this will all boil down to. He had Jimmy me. Graham on that offense, and they couldn't use him properly. That's how inept and bad of an offensive system that they've had over the years. Were you happy when you saw the Seahawks had signed Russell? Absolutely. That's the, that's the only Absolutely. Answer. He's a top six quarterback. Right. Like, how many, like, okay, there's there's the other thing, too, that, like, the narrative, I, and I see, like, in, in media articles and people talking on TV and, like, oh, well, you can't pay quarterbacks, right? You don't win with quarterbacks, right? And I actually did a deep dive on this, and I have a whole record. I went back, I think, till 2013 of right, quarterbacks, right. right? Quarterbacks that make the, the playoffs. Like, last season, Brady, I think, was a... Uh, was over the and there's, there's a number that everyone throws out. It's, it's the twelve percent. If you, if the quarterback is making twelve percent of the of the salary cap of your team's salary cap, you can't win the Super Bowl. Well, it's it's happened a couple times, right? 
And just because it's, it, it's, it hasn't ha- it's happened twice out of the last eight years or something like that. Who wants a discount quarterback? People are, right, but people, are, but people are hanging their hat on this stupid stat or whatever you want to call it. And the reality is, is that actually a lot of quarterbacks make the playoffs with, with, with high salaries, right? It's just, it's, it's, can you build a team? They say that there's no more important position player exactly. than a quarterback. Exactly. Right, so so, why, it's, it's, so it's, why would you ever want a question mark there? Like, so let's just let's wrap this up like this way. Just put a bow on it this way because we started with Rosen, right. and now we're talking about a team that's going after Kyler Murray. They're, I think, probably going to trade last year's first round pick right, right, right. for a garbage pick this year, and then have tanked an entire season for Kyler Murray, an unproven person with an unproven coach. Would you rather be that team or the Seahawks or any team with an established quarterback? Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to answer it this way to c- continue my thought because and I think this, this makes perfect sense for you and a, and a lot of people. Is, is when they say like the six high, like last season, the six highest paid quarterbacks didn't make the playoffs, right? And one of them, they glued Aaron Rodgers in that, which, I mean, he was sort of injured and whatever. So yeah. you, you can throw that one out. However, the other... You can also, and this is sort of the, the danger with this is like, because you can make those numbers however you want them, right? The average salary well, per year, year, right? Yeah. But it's not true. Like, but if you really want to actually take it seriously, the, the cap value is what's actually important, right, of a quarterback. So the cap value, the six highest quarterbacks were Garoppolo, Stafford, Carr, Flacco, Luck, and Cousins. That was, those are the most valuable. Those are the, top, those are the six highest paid quarterbacks according to their 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 salary the, the cap value right on the, the salary, salary cap, cap right? right what do five of those six have in common did make the playoffs right and they're also average quarterbacks like well, Stafford Carr Flacco and Garoppolo Cousins played like four games Garoppolo's not a proven quarterback yet right. but they paid him a shitload of money right so like you you're not you can't expect you can't expect miracles paying Garoppolo he's the high, he was the highest paid quarterback in cap value, thirty-seven million. But this just goes back to what I was saying, right? It's like, so that's what I'm saying. Like you, you're, you're paying. The, the problem is, is, is not you're paying good quarterbacks good money. You're paying average quarterbacks top too dollar, much money, yeah. right? You're paying Stafford it and Carr. Doesn't surprise me that Kirk Cousins is in that, right? And Kirk Cousins, six. right? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, you're, you're, like so, people are, are sort of misinterpreting this. I think idea is that, like, yes, you pay Russell Wilson on average thirty-five million dollars a season. It's not actually. He's not. He's, he'll make that maybe once or twice in that contract. But you, you also have to build your team around this a little bit, right? Like Peyton Manning, they, Peyton Manning won it when he was with the Denver Broncos. He's one of the highest paid quarterbacks that season, right? They won it. Tom Brady, one of the highest paid quarterbacks last season, per cap hit. He was, he was making $27 million. He's going to make $27 million this, next, this coming season. Like, 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 just because Brady has done this a few years where he's taken less money, he hasn't done it every single season. I don't think they're and, and they're, they're in the playoffs they're and they're the and thing. they're in the Super Bowl almost every year for the that's last based on coaching. five years. What though. I would say is this: so, it's po- but it's possible to do it. You just have to you just have to be able to know who, you have to build a team. It's not just reliant on. I just feel like it comes down to the, the very Ryan, basic, the very simple fact. Russell Wilson, a to what you said before, hasn't missed a game in his career. Yeah, B is a known product. Is a Good Super Bowl champ. Quarterbacks you give you the best chance of winning. You just don't like. 
you give. I mean, unless there's like a no trade clause in that contract, I think you give him. As there much is a no trade clause, but right? it doesn't matter. You're not going to trade the guy anyway. Well, you're going to be looking at Eli Manning in fucking seven years. Well, they're only paying him for the next four or five years. So you, it's it's an also it's a it's a four year contract. But it's he's so, the only quarterback besides Eli with a no trade clause. Then, yeah, but that's whatever. That's 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 a mild. Uh, Thing to a compromise on. Listen, you know, I agree with you. We've talked saying, too much about Russell Wilson. You've you've won me over. You had me at hello, Chris. You had me at Russell Wilson. Do you what? Close, like you, close, not, uh, close on what you're. What are you, who are you, you arguing against? I, I no, I'm just saying, like, because there's so many people I think out there that are just going like, oh, you can't do this. You can't pay your quarterbacks this much money anymore. And it's be, it's become like a, a thing where it's like where people are trying like almost it's like a stat. Right, and an analytic, and like a thing where like you can't you can't do this, you can't build a winning team around this. Actually, there's multiple teams that you, you can make the playoffs. All you can hope for is basically to make the playoffs. As long as you can make the playoffs, you have a chance to go to the Super Bowl. Did and then the you Seahawks have a chance to want, win the Super Bowl? Did, did you want the Seahawks to lose Russell Wilson? No. no. Do you want a happy Russell Wilson? Yes. He's going to be making the money that he yes. feels he deserves. Yes. Two years ago, the Seahawks were infatuated with Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. And now you don't want Russell Wilson to take a stand and get the most money he wants possible and wants to be recognized by this team to go be like, hey, this, you are our guy? Like, like, I don't understand why people are always so against the players and not the organizations. I think every team in the league would like to have Russell Wilson. Yes. Except maybe the Patriots. Chris, cue up the fucking... I apologize. Yeah, man, you really went off on some fucking crazy. It's crazy, crazy. You're crazy. I had no idea I was going to touch a nerve. I just wanted you to be excited about your quarterback, but you decided to be a crazy person because people are fucking out of control. With no one's out of control. You're out of control. You're one hundred percent the guy that's out of control. Hit play, bitch. All right. Yo, if you made it this far, congratulations. If you didn't, congratulations more. Better pizza, better racism, Papa John's.